0: That's good. Greeting you with the Holy Word's peace. All right. It's a blessed day, blessed day. When a lot of things are going on in your life, what I do is I have affirmations. And those are readings that will motivates you or elevate you out of your situation in your circumstance by giving you a different mindset. Are you with me? Like, we've got some people going through some things. I got some classmates that are going through some things and, and praying for them and their operations and those kind of things. And uh, uh, those kind of, I don't care how brave you are, those kind of things kind of really paralyzes you for a while. And then we have some people... And the church is going through some things. And so what I do is I use affirmations. And one of the best places to get them is the book of Psalms. David was a master at using them when he would be in certain situations. He would read these. And one of my favorites is uh, Psalms 119, the 50th verse. My comfort in my suffering is this. Your promises preserve my life. He says that in the midst of what's going on in his life, the thing that comforts him is God's promises. Are you with me? So when you go through something sometimes, what you have to do is open up your Bible and get you an affirmation. In the King James, it says, my comfort... In my suffering is your word and so what he's saying is that when he's going through something David is saying uh, he gets comfort in God's Word and so what I would like to see you all do is when you go through things when you're looking for it's hard to have friends and people talking to you and friends and all of this but the real comfort is open up this Bible and you can go to Psalms there's many Psalms that will help you go through what you have to go through. Are you with me? So today I want to talk about, we got a lot of stuff going on. You know, viruses and, and you know, the Americans will panic. Anytime anything comes up, they'll panic. And still the flu has killed more people. I think it's like 14,000 or 15,000 people now than this virus that they got, but we will panic And we will live in fear. And now when you live in fear, uh, it's not a good thing. And we'll find out what will happen when fear comes in and leads your life. And so we're going to start at, and I marked it on yours and didn't mark it on mine, all right?
1: (laughs) We're going to start with Proverbs 28, verse 1 from The Voice.
0: All right, yes. And it says, the wicked run away even when nobody's chasing them. It, the Bible says the wicked runs away even when nobody's chasing them. There's some people, all right, the Bible says the wicked, they just running. And they can just come up with stuff, right. right? And they take off running. Even if nobody's chasing them, they're just running. You can see them running down the street and try to stop them and say, where are you running from? I don't know. I'm just running. <laughs> right? And so, well, people live their lives like that. There are some people that are so insecure in their life that anything comes up, they start running. And usually they run into something bigger than what they're running from. Does that make sense? You see, wash your hands. 20 seconds. Right? Don't touch your mouth. You see? You understand what I'm saying? That's what they're telling us about the flu and this other thing, right? Right? But there's folks, instead of washing their hands and not touching their mouth, they running into everything. Right? Right. And so, but not us over here, because we are not the wicked, right? right. So we're not going to, when things just come up, Christ Chapel North people, do y'all hear me? We don't just start running. We make a stand. We stand our ground bold as a lion. That's what that scripture says. But the, but, the, but the people of God, when something goes on, they stand their ground, bold as a lion. And you know, they go back to the days when the lion was the most furious animal. You know how they are. If you ever run into one, you know what, what I'm talking about, right? So he's wanting us to be bold as what? And so the message is, more, what, what are you running from? What are you running to? See, some folks just running. They don't know what they're running from. They don't know what they're running to. And some of you in here can say, man, did that, you took off running from loneliness, maybe. And ran into abuse of some kind. We, can we keep be real over here, right? And so th- I don't want any of my people in here to quit. Quit running. Quit running from everything. There are, there are many people who the doctor can tell them that they have a disease or there's something on them, and they just go running crazy instead of getting it taken care of. Because there's going to be a time if you want to be victorious, you got to make a stand. Right. You're going to have to make a stand. So we don't run over here, do we? Because we bowlers, bold as what? Lions. All right, here we go.
1: We are told in Romans 8, verse 14 through 15, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. So
0: we are led by the what? Spirit of God. Because we are children of what? So you're going to tell me you're a child of God and you scared. How can a child of God be scared when God is their protector? Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you children of God? Then you ought to not have fear. There's too many sick people in churches. I'm saying it. There's too many sick people in churches running. Some people, they do it for church. They run from church to church. Right? Yeah, what, going to a place to feel comfortable. Right? Right? People do that. They'll leave to one church, go to another church because I don't feel comfortable over there. I hope that no one feels comfortable with my messages. Because if you're comfortable, then that means you can't grow. Right? Okay, here we go. Keep going.
1: The spirit you received does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again.
0: We're not going to be slaves to fear. Fear. We're not. A, you see, we don't care if we went through something once. We'll go through it again, because we we're, we're not going to allow ourselves to be slaves. I'll just say it. To our past. We were slaves to it once, but we ain't running back to it. We ain't running from it, or we're not running at all. We're only running towards deliverance. All right?
1: The spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship.
0: And so we are, it brings, the spirit that we received, and that's the big S, it, it brings us to adoption of, of a daughtership and, and sonship. That's right. Because you ladies, you, ladies, are you, are you God's daughter? Then, 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 then you have his spirit. And if you have his spirit, then you are adopted into his family, and he is your heavenly father, right? And your heavenly father will hear your cries, right? And he will strengthen you, all right, to be able to stand when everybody else is running. You'll be able to be able to stand bold as a lion. Are you with me? All right, And you're so close to him that you can cry out, uh, Abba, Father. That means like Daddy, Daddy. Because you have a relationship with God. Right. You, Ladies, I'll talk to the ladies. You have a relationship with God. If you have a relationship with God, he'll give you everything you need. Sometimes your wants and your needs, you'll confuse them. And so sometimes we don't get our wants because he understands that we don't need that. Right. Are you with me? But he's going to supply us of our every what? So there should be nothing lacking in my life that God wants me to have. Are y'all with me? So I cannot ever at any time, none of us claim to be a child of God and be running. That's right. You see, I tell people all the time is, y'all look me in my mouth, right? And I said about church and I said about everything. I've heard people come to me and they say they're looking. They'll say they're looking for a church. I say, You don't want to do that. You might ask God to send you where you need to be. Yeah, you may find, may find it accidentally and say, well, I found it over whatever you all do now. I don't do the internet and all that stuff. But he'll get you where you need to be. you here this morning, right? Yeah. Well, you here because he wants you here, right? You love him this morning? Yeah. Is he your heavenly father this morning? Yeah. Then you following him. That's why you're here this morning, right? Well, he'll do that in every other part of your life. Are you with me? And so, so I don't ever want to, my people to ever say they need anything. You can't be needy. You can't be needy and be a child of God. Yeah, You can be a wanty, but not needy. they two different things, right? Uh, I can't think of the mayor of New York that's running for president. Bloomberg doesn't need anything. He just wants to be president. But if he doesn't become president, he's still a billionaire. And, and go on his yachts and have a good time. You see what I'm saying? So there's a difference between being needy and huh and wanting. Does that make sense what I'm saying? You see, I may, I got a nice little sports car at home. It's just a little Ford, but I might want that, that black Corvette sitting out there in that parking lot. That's a want, not a need. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are y'all with me? You see, you see what I'm saying? You may be in a Volkswagen and want a, huh, a Cadillac, but the Volkswagen got you to church. So you, you see what I'm saying? So you don't need that, right? Your house, you may want a bigger house, but the one you're in may be all you need. <laughs> all right, are y'all with me? You see, right now you may be, and I love to say this, you may be alone, and that may be a good time, because sometimes there's a difference from being alone and being lonely. Yes. Are you with what I'm saying? Yes. You, you see what I'm saying? Because, see, once you be alone, alone, you can do things that you can't do when you're lonely. When you're lonely, people grab that's called desperate. And desperate people do desperate things, right? Right? And God ain't got no desperate people. Right? God ain't got no desperate people, folks. You understand? Most of you I know in here. There's nobody in here needy. And if you are needy, Wes just told me they find 15 people a week or month or something, and they need some folks to go out there and work. So you can get a job. If you're in this church here, you we get you a job, all right? You see, you understand? So if you need a job, we can get you a job, all right? But, but the rest of you don't want something that you don't need. Are we with me? Yeah. All right. So ladies, you look good this morning, don't you? Yes. You feel good about yourself? Yes. Isn't that right? Yes. Then what, you know what that means? You God's daughter? Yes. Well, that means you don't need Botox, You see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. There was a time, there was a time when I was younger. I was younger and only certain people know what I'm talking about here. I wanted a jerry curl. All right. But my hair never grew long enough to get a jerry curl. You see, I didn't need a jerry curl. I wanted a jerry curl. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? But now I, I don't need anything. I don't want no hair nowhere. Because, you know, I, I cut my own hair. Shave my own self, right? You understand what I'm saying? And I feel good about how I look. Are you understand? Let me tell you, some of you all, quit being insecure. Don't, don't be insecure and call yourself a child of God. Because if you're insecure and call yourself a child of God, you telling him you haven't given me what I need. And and the Bible says, he says, I supply you of all your. So you can't be what needy and be a daughter or a son of God. Right. So you need to just handle what you got. Enjoy what you got. Enjoy your life right now where you at right now. Right. And quit waiting. Quit waiting and looking for something that you may not need once you caught up with it that's just a fact I remember you all know when I had my Corvette right Mm -hmm. and I wanted that Corvette because I wanted a Corvette and uh, when uh, when I got the first time I had to put tires on that bad boy because, you know, you can't rotate tires on a Corvette, right? And, you know, you can't go through on that quick thing and get that oil changed because you have to have a special kind of oil in that. I didn't need that. I wanted that. And so once I found out I didn't need that, and then I didn't want it no more, I gave it to Isaac. Gave it to Isaac. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? We, we having a good time? Yeah. But aren't we learning something? Yeah. You, you... Are to be satisfied with who you are. You want to improve on who you are through the power of the Holy Ghost, and you want God to prune you, not other people. What I tell some of you in here, and it's mostly women, y'all are the worst at it. Quit letting other people mirror you. Uh-huh. There's only one mirror you need to look at. You look at the mirror of God. God thinks you beautiful. Guess what? None of you gonna find a man that will go to Calvary for you. Gentlemen, there ain't no lady gonna go to Calvary for you. Love you, great congregation, love all y'all. I'm not going to Calvary for you. I won't even go to China for you. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Are y'all with me? All right. Okay, here we go. Now we're,
1: now we're told in 2 Timothy 1, verse 7 God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice.
0: God didn't give us the spirit of timidity. And what does that mean? Or cowardness. God ain't giving us the spirit of cowardness. You understand what I'm saying? It is what?
1: That is showing lack of
0: courage. We got courage in him. We're not cowards in here. We deal with life in here. We handle our business in here, all right?
1: And lack of confidence.
0: How can you be a child of God and have lack of confidence? Let me tell you. Some of you are going through some issues now, and I got friends going through and church members going through. Let me tell you something: when you lose your confidence in God, your faith stops working. All right, you lose hope, and that is a trick of the devil to take away hope. All right,
1: and no self-assurance. That means
0: no self-assurance. I am assured. I go to the scriptures. You remember? I told you all when I was going through the, the chemo and all that stuff, I was assured. I, I looked in the book of Philippians, and the Bible says that God would not start a work in me that he would not finish. I, I, I lived that. And so that took away what? Fear, it, fear because I had confidence in God's word. All right.
1: And last, it also means the firmness of purpose and bravery.
0: We, you see, this is who we are we don't lack that we inherited that we inherited that is there some brave people in here okay here we go
1: so again god did not give us the spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear
0: so when that come wait a minute the this is the bible this ain't me talking the bible says he didn't give you those spirits then if he didn't give you those spirits where they coming from If God did not give you those spirits, where are they coming from? You see, the Bible says try the what? By what? Spirit. Give me those three. Tim- Timothy. Timothy is what? It's a spirit. It is a spirit. It is a spirit of cowardness. And if God didn't give you that, who gave it to you? Right. All right. And cowardness. That's not us. That's not us. And fear, that's not us. Anything that God didn't give me, he didn't want me to have. Why am I accepting it? Because if I accept it, then I know it's not coming from him. We know it is coming from Satan. Because he's a liar and a father of lies. And he, some people bite into that. That's right. Are you with me? But he does what?
1: But he has given us a spirit of power. He's given
0: us a spirit of power. We are what kind of people? We're powerful people. I want none but the ladies. Say it, repeat after me. I am a powerful person. I am a powerful person. Men, I am a powerful person. I am a powerful person. Then quit living a weak life. Amen. All right.
1: He also gave us a spirit of love.
0: He gave us a spirit of love. And of sound judgment. And of sound judgment. I'm never confused. Because I have sound judgment. When you have sound judgment, you don't make mistakes. You see, people say everybody makes mistakes, but we don't go by our body. We go by the Spirit. And the Spirit of God does not make mistakes. You see, You see, so for some of you, if you don't like yourself, you are saying... That God didn't love you, mm-hmm. and you're judging yourself by what somebody else said or what you thought. Right. But if you have sound judgment, and you have the love of God, you can look in that mirror and say, if God loved this person I'm seeing, I can love this person I'm seeing. That's right. Okay. We still try to better ourselves. Here we go.
1: And also the spirit and personal discipline. And what? Personal discipline. Personal
0: discipline. There's nothing like discipline. You see, I love what the, the guys are all uh, doing the weight challenge in here. A bunch of them got together and doing the weight challenge. And I love it, not so much for the weight, but I, I'm glad for the weight. But the thing I like is to, gain, to lose it, you got to have what? Discipline. And we're a disciplined church, aren't we? We feed off discipline here. We live discipline in here. Isn't that Right. A man that doesn't have discipline, a woman that doesn't have discipline, has no self-control. And that's a dangerous place to be when you don't have no self-control. You'll reach and grab for anything. All right?
1: But if you have these, the abilities will result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control.
0: If you got this, you ought to have a calm and well-balanced mind. You got to be balanced. I used to be. I used to be a person that was all in. Whatever thing, I, whatever bad or good, I was all in. Do you know what that means? When you get all in on something over here, you're neglecting the over here. You got to be boundless. You got to be boundless. If you're all into your children and you're married and you got a husband or wife, either one, you put all in the children you ain't boundless with the wife or the other spouse. Right. right? If you ain't boundless with your job, you, you're not with your family. You understand? If you ain't boundless with your job, you ain't boundless with your health. Right. You got to be boundless. That's right. Spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially, you got to be balanced. All right?
1: Now we're gonna to turn to one of Pastor's favorite scriptures in Psalms twenty seven, verse one from King James. And
0: see, this is this this is this is one of my most favorite. It's gonna I'm gonna have you to read the other one first. Okay. Okay.
1: The Lord is my revelation light.
0: The Lord is my revelation light. You know what a revelation is. A revelation is something that God shows me before I even get there. That's right. That's right. Do you understand? You know where my revelation light is mostly now here. When I open this Bible, it's a revelational light to me. It brings things to light, even though I'm in a dark place. Are you with me?
1: Revelation light to guide me along the
0: way. The revelation light guides me along the way. I'm not dependent on myself and other people. I'm dependent on the reservation of life that God has given, and sometimes he does that to other folks. But I know by the spirit of discerning that this is a revelation somebody's speaking. I was kidding Brother Isaac today. Uh, I was really joking with him. He had told me that uh, I would do some evangelizing. And I told him I don't want him prophesying me no more. <laughs> but I was joking because God gives him something to say, say it. And my phone has been ringing off the hooks, not church members, church members too, but from folks that I ain't talked to in months. And they needed scripture. They needed that evangelistic spirit. That's called a revelation. Amen. He gives people revelation sometimes to give you a revelation. But if you have the spirit of discerning, you know that is coming from a spiritual person, then that is like a light. And that put a light on my head is you got to get out of self Amen. and take on another gift. Most people would be excited about having another gift. That's right. That's right. Most people. <laughs> All right, here we go. You see what I'm saying? All right, you got problems in your life. You're going to have situations in your life. Things are going to come up in your life. Ask God to give you a spiritual revelation. Amen. Yes. Amen. All right?
1: The Lord is the source of my salvation to defend me every day.
0: And the Lord is the source of my salvation to defend me. You see, innocent people get killed. You know, Kansas, nothing wrong with, with the mayor. The mayor's doing a good job here, trying to do a good job. They're trying to find a way to keep crime down in, the United, in, in Kansas. There ain't no way that people, man can come up with to keep crime down. Somebody needs to go up there and just say, folks got to get back in church. Amen. Folks got to have Christ in their life. Folks got to get saved. Folks, the salvation changes your heart, right? It changes your spirit. You see, that's where it's got to come from, and that's what I believe in. For the people in this church, God will protect you. The laws can't protect you. They can't go in everybody's house. Are you kidding me? But the law of God will protect you. One of one of the young men told me that we had a conversation about where he was at. And he was having dinner at Westport. And he's with some of his friends. And he said something told him to leave. And he left. And when he got home, they called him and told him what went down right across the street where he would have been. That's what God does. He will protect you. Yes, and sometimes He will protect you when you think you need something, and He says no. You see, see, sometimes wait a minute now. Sometimes God not answering your prayer is protecting you because you don't need what you're praying for. Do you understand? So, so see, I tell God does it this way: yes, no, and wait. Now, the worst one is wait. I can handle no, I can handle yes, but that's him protecting me because sometimes he says, yes, you can have that. That means I'm ready to be able to deal with what he wants to give me. Sometimes he says no because I'm not ready to deal with it. And sometimes he says, wait, because it's not the right time. He'll protect you. Are y'all believing this? All right.
1: He goes on to say, I fear no one. I'll never turn back and run from you, Lord. Surround and protect. He says
0: he fears no one. David was in trouble. and He was going through some things. Mm-hmm. And he said he feared no one. That's right. And my favorite Psalms is, is when, when he says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. That's the King James Version. The Lord is the strength of my life. When I'm weakened by adversities of just life, Right? When things happen that I have no control of that hit me in my spirit, I have to remember the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? You understand? Are you with me? Okay. Uh,
1: Verse two tells us from the Passion, when evil ones come to destroy me, they will be the ones who turn back.
0: Do you know? I've seen it happen many times in my life. People came, thought they was gonna say something nasty about me and there was something about me and they all hell broke loose in their life because he's gonna protect his own. If you get out of the way, revengeance is who? You see, so I don't say nothing. You know why? I don't wanna be a, I don't wanna steal God's vengeance because he said he'd protect me, you see? okay
1: then he says my heart will not be afraid even if an army rises to attack this
0: is David talking to himself mm-hmm. he says I'm not, no matter what goes down he's talking to an army but no have you ever felt like an army was going up against you yes. can I say it yes. you ever felt like all oh, hell just broke loose yes, yes. well guess what mm-hmm. it doesn't matter right. God still will be there that's right when you attacked and you know Satan's going to attack you you're a Christian yeah. yeah. alright here we go
1: and then he says, I know that you are there for me, so I will not be shaken.
0: And that's the way you got to be. You got to be bold as a lion. That's right. People look at you. How are you standing? You say, I know the Lord will protect me and I want to stand bold as a lion. You see, let me tell you something. Cancer can't kill you. That's right. Diabetes can't, can't nothing kill you when you have that kind of attitude. You understand what I'm saying? Because God will what? He will protect you. All right. Here we go.
1: In verse 13, yet I totally trust you to rescue me one more time. And
0: I love this. This is David talking to God. He's saying, Here's your son again. I'm in trouble again. And I'm trusting, Brother DJ, that he'll deliver me one more time. That's right. Because sometimes it ain't over. Sometimes you have to go back. I'm glad God God keeps coming back and back and back because I can't, I can go fingers and toes. You know what I'm talking about? Of the times he's delivered me and he's still doing what? Delivering me. All right? Are you with me? And I'd love to read that again so they can get that clearly.
1: Yet I totally trust you to rescue me one more time.
0: Do you do that? These are for my friends and church members. You've been through things before, and he's, he's taking you through it. Amen. You'll get through this. Amen. You'll get through this. Sister has had a tough time dealing with some of the issues that she's dealing with. She'll be listening to this tonight. You'll get through this, huh? Oh, yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah. Sister Annie's been through her battle. You'll get through this. She listens to. You'll get through this. Yes. Oh, yes. You're taking it from somebody who knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Every time I've been in trouble, he's been there. He's been there. And you all know it. Ask me why. you here today. Because some of you all know that you're glad God didn't give you what you deserve. All right. That's a whole new message. Go ahead.
1: Then he says, I want to see once again how good you are while I'm still alive.
0: That's right. And I've said that many times. I'm just as excited about life. I just want to see life once again that you've given me another day. You all know, you live in Kansas City. You all know the things that's happening in this city. Accidents, wrecks, things are happening. Guess what God gave you? another day. That's right. That's right. All right?
1: Here's what I've learned through it all. Don't give up.
0: Here's what I've learned through it all. Don't give up. That's right. Don't give up. Don't quit. Never quit. Don't give up. Do you know some people quit just about the time they're about to get their blessing? That's right. Don't give up. All right?
1: And don't be impatient. And
0: don't be impatient. Lord help us. And he said, don't be impatient.
1: (laughs) Be entwined as one with the Lord.
0: See, because sometimes God takes you through something because he wants you to grow. And then sometimes God showcases you. He wants you to go through something so he can showcase you. Because a dying world needs to know that Christ still lives and he shows it through other people. See, he, some people have to go through I've done it many times. some people have to go through cancer and be victorious to show people you can go through cancer and be victorious. He's showcasing. Right. You see, He's done that for me. I love being a superstar. I'm God's superstar. Ask me why. why? Three-time cancer survivor. That's right. And y'all sitting there listening to me. That's right. You see? That's what it all. Also- so sometimes the worst thing that ever happens to you, he turns that in the best thing that ever happened to other people because of your testimony. Yeah. Learn that. Learn that. Learn that. Right. All right? Some people need to hear your testimony and what God has brought you through. All right? Some of you are setting on the very thing that has set you free is your testimony. You see? They'll say, you went through all that? Yes, I went through all of that. And look what God has done for me. That's right. Amen. You understand that? Because, see, I'm one of these people. I can't have one of these folks that's just lived it right all the time. I want somebody that's went through hell and high water. And, 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 and sometimes I want somebody that went through hell and high water and chose to go through the hell and high water. But God delivered them. Showcased them. Okay. Some, sometimes, let me do this. Here. Sometimes you need you married people need to talk to a divorcee. Mm-hmm. All right. They can tell you how they got there, yes. and it'll give you a road map not to go there. Are y'all with me? Yes. Okay. Sometimes you have to get sick in the church, right? I'll do this. Can I do this? And and lose weight to tell somebody else that I've done this and it'll help them to do that and they won't wind up with diabetes. Yes. Amen. He showcases you. God's gotta have some, God's gotta have some victory people who's had to go through the war. All right, I'm getting tired.
1: <laughs> All right, we are to be brave and courageous and never lose hope.
0: We, we're to be what?
1: Brave and courageous.
0: And never lose what? Hope. We're never going to lose hope in this church. We don't do that. That's right. All right?
1: Yes, keep on waiting, for he will never disappoint you. He ain't going
0: to disappoint you. When it's over, you'll be like, that was a tough one. (laughs) But it's over. Then you say, but I I made it through again. Mm -hmm. Here we go. We're going to end it up, all right?
1: Our last scripture is Psalms 28, verse 7 through 9 from the Passion.
0: And I'm using these as affirmations. Mm -hmm. You, You need to get some of these. See, let me promise you all something in here, okay? Trouble's going to find you. Sooner or later, trouble's going to find you. I don't care how good you live it now. Sooner or later, trouble's going to find you. You need to be prepared and know what to do, how to deal with when trouble comes up in your life. That's right. And that's why we've done this message. Because we've got a lot of people going through some things in this church. A lot of people going through some suffering around us. Trouble's found them. But there is a way out, and that way out is God. That's right. All right? Here we go. We're about done.
1: You are my strength. Y'all didn't say take
0: your time. No, I didn't. I'm going to start all over (laughs) again. All right, here we go.
1: You are my strength and my shield from every danger. David,
0: this is David talking. He's saying, you are my what? Strength. And my what? Shield. From what?
1: Every danger.
0: That's what it takes. That's what it takes, people. You are my strength and my shield from every danger. From what kind of danger? Every. What kind of danger? Every. Who's your strength? God. Who's your shield? God. And he'll do what? Protect you from what? Danger. All right. Quit looking for people to do something that they can't do. All right?
1: When I fully trust in you, help is on the way.
0: When I trust in him, help is on the way. Sometimes you, you think he's not coming, but he always gets there on time. All right.
1: Then he says, I jump for joy and burst forth with ecstatic, passionate praise. Yes. I will sing songs of what you mean to me.
0: Man, sometimes when, you, when something happens in your life, you just, you're just ecstatic what happens. up. It's something when you, when, when you, some of you may have done this in your life, and, and, and they say you're cancer free. You're cancer-free and you just get excited about it you want to you want to run around that hospital that's right yeah you do you want to just start shouting in that hospital and you say God done it again that's right. That's right. you see
1: in verse 8 you will be the inner strength of all your people
0: where's your inner strength then this will not work all the time Sometimes it's got to come from the inner strength. That's right. It's got to come from your spirit. All right?
1: The mighty protector of all.
0: And he will protect you. Just some of us? All. And ain't nothing on the other side of? All. All right.
1: The saving strength for all your anointed ones.
0: And he does that for us. God's your saving strength. Mm -hmm. Who's your saving strength? All right last scripture
1: keep protecting and cherishing your chosen ones. Yes, and you sometimes you want. need to
0: do this God keep protecting me That's right. How many of you got children You know the system you're living in now Every day your child leaves that house go to school Lord protect My children as they go to school How many of you got jobs? And spouses with jobs. You know how these on jobs? Lord, protect my wife or my husband while they're on their job today. That's right. It happens, doesn't it? Yes. All right?
1: In you, they will never fall.
0: And in you, they'll never fall. Pray for your children under God's protection. Your spouses under God, your friends under God's protection. Five people were killed in a, in a place Yes. This week, right? I'm not... Now, get up here with me. I wonder how many families prayed that morning for the protection of those people. Right. Ask me how many, probably. Amen. The same amount is in this church that don't pray every morning for protection. Yeah. But you will from now on, right?
1: All right. And lastly, like a shepherd going before us, Keep leading us forward forever, carrying us in your arms.
0: God, carry me in your arms. Lead me which way? Lead me forward. And carry me where? In your arms. Y'all didn't do very good at that. Lord, carry me where? In his arms. In his arms. Because you know, I could have said, you know you have been in arms of a whole lot of people that done dropped you. See, right. if they would have went on and said amen, I wouldn't have said that. You see? I'm going to pray for you. Everybody take a deep breath. I'm very serious about this message today. That's why I took my time. We have a lot of sickness going on around us, and we have a lot of stuff going on in our church and our church members. And like I said, uh, people who know me and classmates, and so we're all going to be in agreement this morning on... God's protection? Here we go. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Satan is going to and fro, seeing who he may devour. The Bible says that he comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. And he's going through, he's trying to do it through infections, germs, disease, weapons, people's mouths, bullying. He's going to and fro. But today we denounce him out of our lives and out of the lives I denounce him and out of our lives and the lives of the people in this church. And the people in this church are thinking about some people that they need to be praying for as I'm praying. We are tired of Satan coming after us. He's offensive. We want a defense. And the best defense we have against Satan and his imps is to be in the arms of our Heavenly Father. And we know today through the gospel that the most safest place and the most protected place is to be in the arms of our Master and our Heavenly Father. So we, right now, in our lives, every one of us, in the sound of my voice, including me, we ask you to totally protect us, put a hedge around us, and protect us from all hurt, harm, or danger of any kind. Physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially, we just ask for your total protection, total protection. And anyone in the sound of my voice that Satan has afflicted their body with his diseases and his germs, we we want them healed right now in the name of Jesus Christ. and And those that have not paid attention to what's been told here, we ask that you haunt them, Holy Spirit, until they get it is we don't want to lose any of our people. We don't want to lose any of our people. We're tired of making mistakes. We're tired of getting hooked up with the wrong people. We're tired of dealing with the wrong medications. We're just tired of those things. And so we submit totally 100% to your arms and your direction and your wisdom. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, Brother Larry will give anybody communion that wants to have communion that didn't get it earlier today. Uh, Everything is going good here with us at Christ Temple North. Members, what day did we say we was going to pray for the church? Wednesday Wednesday is prayer day for Christ Temple North Church and the body of Christ Temple North. Is that okay? All right. Reach out and touch.